Welcome again to the Strange Brew Podcast, my name's Jason Barnard, and here we have this week someone who will need no introduction at all, Peter Noon of Herman's Hermits. So let's hear my chat with Peter. Hi Peter, it's uh, Jason Barnard here. What's happening Jason? We're here to talk about the solid, uh, I'm over here in, in uh, I'm in Yorkshire actually. I can tell that. <laughs> yeah, of course. And we're here to... Uh, you know, talk about uh, your material, especially the uh, forthcoming Solid Silver Sixties show, and you're you're doing a, a, a lot of um, uh, places across the UK. Well, I'm I'm right here. I'm. It's going to be a good show. It's one of those few ones where all the people on it are the original singers. You know what I mean? And that that doesn't happen a lot in England nowadays. I've been to see shows where nobody on the stage was like in the band that made the records. So. So this is yeah. good for me because it's Peter Noon and it's Brian Poole and it's Dave Berry and the, and the original singer from Bandits of Fair. So I feel really good about the tour. It must be like the the package tours that went on in the in the mid sixties. Um, you know that you must have that real camaraderie and and you know it must be great to to sing all those uh, tracks again. Well, you know it is because the history of all the people in the show. I mean, Brian Poole and Dave Berry is we did our first. You know, Dave Berry we had the same agent. We did all the same gigs as Dave. He used to teach me the words to songs that we wanted to do. You know, he knew all the Johnny Cash material and, and nobody else in England did except Dave Berry. And I saw, I saw Brian Poole opening for the Beatles in a park in Manchester, um, in December, uh, August 1963, when the Beatles were like top of the, you know, it was right on their first little, you know, that thing. Mm. 
they just got back from Germany, and I think they got a couple of records in on the in the charts, and they, they hadn't been to America yet. And you know, they were standing around talking to the audience after their show. But Brian Poole and the Tremolos went on, and I'm telling you that the Beatles must have been afraid watching them. They go, ooh, ooh, we got to follow them, mm. you know. <laughs> But they, of, course, of course, the Beatles nailed it off because then Beatles never did a bad gig. Yeah. But, you know, we've got a lot of history. And then Brian Poole has got stories that, like, Brian and the Tremolos are sitting in the studio in London and in walks the Body Holly producer with that um, Someone, Someone song. I've got a Body Holly song here. Do you want to have a go at that? Can you imagine that? Yeah. So, you know, so we just sit around talking nonsense. Yeah. You know, nobody does any of that late night drinking anymore, yeah. but... You know, we, we love each other. We, you know, we're all fans of music and we're all in it all our lives. One of the great things about Herman's Hermits in the 60s is the, is, is the songs, you know, all, all the way back, you know, you know, with your, your first... Always has been. Yeah, I mean, with tracks like I'm Into Something Good, was speaking to Andrew Oldham recently and he talks about the how brilliant a producer and what an oh, yeah. ear uh, Mickey Most had. Is yeah, of course. We, we knew. I mean, Mickey was my best friend. He was the best man at my wedding. <laughs> he was uh, my, he's my daughter's godfather. I mean, all along, he's been like part of my family because musically we were, you know, on the same. He, he was a brilliant. He knew exactly what songs Roman Sermon should record. He knew it. He knew. Yeah. And he knew which ones we should quit recording. He go, nah, I think I'm quite making it. I don't believe you. Get next. Mm. You know, he was just really good. He's a good guy, you know. He's a, a lovable guy. I didn't like him when he was on that um, game show where saying rude things to singers. But ah, yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to be famous. He wanted to be. He wanted people to know who he was when he walked down the street. But mm. he was brilliant, brilliant producer, better than anybody really knows. I mean, those records he made with the animals. Yeah. Brilliant. I mean, all their songs that he did with the animals are brilliant. You know, they're not great productions, but he found the song. You know, we've got to get out of there from this place and stuff like that. He, he, he found it. Yeah, and so some of those sort of earlier Herman's tracks had a bit of a of soulful edge, you know, uh, tracks like uh, Silhouettes that go back to the, you know, the Four Seasons and the, and the Rays. I understand your background and, and some of the stuff that you loved was uh, soul. Yeah, you know, everybody in it. We didn't know what it was, really. We, we didn't know that there was a difference between country and western and soul. And, it, and now it's back to that. You know, the, I hear people saying the soul of country music, hmm. you know, uh, and you go, yeah, 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 you know, but we, of course, we liked all that Motown stuff and everything that came before it was, there isn't any part of the music that I didn't really like, you know, yeah. any part of it. Yeah. And we were lucky in England because the chart was called the pop chart. So whatever was popular got in the chart. So we, we got a taste of everything. Mm. You know, like Wilson Pickett was in the charts in, in America. He didn't get in the, in the charts because it was not, it was just called a, a soul record or something. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We were lucky in England that we didn't have any of that. You'd have a country music like Conway Twitty mm. in the charts. And we, Everybody in Manchester thought he was a rock star like Elvis Presley. We didn't know he was a country singer. Yeah. We didn't know Elvis was a country singer. Hmm. The soul thing always was big in the north of England because we get that. We get that. We understand that. This romance, the soul of romance and the soul of, uh, yeah. of hmm. beaten down people is kind of something that we know about in England. You know, my generation, hmm. the first generation that didn't have to call, get called into the army yeah. the first time ever, you know, like for hundreds of years. We were the first lot who were set free. Everybody in every band that I was in, their dad had been in the army or the navy or the, or some of us were still in it. My dad was still in it when I started. 
had a tribute to sam cook you know after he after he died wonderful world yeah no kidding mm. no kidding i mean that was and so did the animals because mickey called us and said can you believe it sam cook got killed and let's make let's do a tribute so he, he got whoever he could get and and eric burden showed up i still see eric a lot he lives near me in, in california yeah. and um we both showed up he did uh, bring it on home to me and i wanted to do um i wanted to do cupid or one of those songs and Mickey Mouse said, no, 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 sing Wonderful World. I said, why Wonderful World? He said, well, you don't know anything about history or biology or history, get in there. <laughs> and, and Jimmy Page was there. Jimmy Page played on that. Oh, did he? Yeah, he just happened to be there. You know, it wasn't, oh, yeah. it wasn't really Herman's Hermits. It was because I was living in London and they were in Manchester. Get in the studio quick. And Keith and Carl from my band showed up and did the background vocals. And the guitar player wasn't Derek Leckenby. He was a great guitar player. And Jimmy Page played it on the record.
another one of the, the the tracks that I assume you'd be playing on the forthcoming show is No Milk Today, and you know the the, the genius yeah. of uh, Graham Goldman as a songwriter. I mean, what a wonderful song and evocative lyrics. Yeah, evocative is a very good word for him um, because he's out there now. I saw him on the Ringo tour, you know, and he's a friend because we were dead lucky. We got his songs first. We got Boss Stop first from him. We got Listen People, which was a hit in America. We got For Your Love first because he was our manager's brother-in-law. A bit of nepotism there. Hmm. And, you know, he was in a band called The Mockingbirds and we used to play the JBL in Manchester. And he was uh, one of the other bands that we'd always run into. So we knew him since he was a little boy and he was always yeah. way above the average. I don't know what you could say that. It's like, I think there, was, there were people that I'd see to when I was a, going to see like Johnny Jackson, the singer in The Searchers. He was different from all the others. He was a great singer, and um, Graham was one of those. And I suppose Tony Jackson wasn't a songwriter, but Graham mm. turned into like mm. a magnificent songwriter. I mean, like Paul McCartney, really. No milk today, my love has gone away. The bottle stands forlorn, a symbol of the dawn. No milk today, it seems a common sight. But people passing by don't know the reason why How could they know just what this message means? The end of my hopes, the end of all my dreams How could they know the palace there had been? Behind the door where my love reigned as queen No milk today, it wasn't always so The company was gay, we turn night to day This message means the end of my hopes, the end of all my dreams. How could they know a palace there had been behind the door where my love reigned as queen? No milk today, my love has gone away. The bottle stands for a symbol of the This message means the end of my hopes, the end of all my dreams. How could they know a palace there had been behind the door where my love reigned as queen? No milk today, it wasn't always so. The company was gay, we turn
as well as some of the best musicians, you know, Mickey Mouse's producer. You had people like John Paul Jones working on material, including No Milk Today, and I think Dandy as well, the Kinks uh, track. And the, and there's a kind of hush. Ah, okay. You know, they were all done at the same. They were all done at the same session, Lansdowne Studios, and what three back-to-back songs: Dandy, There's a Kind of Hush, and No Milk Today. And I, I think John Paul Jones is a standout from the period as being one of the responsible for all of Donovan things. I mean, he's got, and he did the Graham Goldman solo album. Which is brilliant. Yeah. And, you know, I got a credit as producing on that, and I don't know why. I think they were just doing me a favor. I had nothing to do with it. It's John Paul Jones and, George, and, and Graham Goulburn. Ah. Beautiful record. I still play that, play that at home. Yeah. Got a good version of Feel Love on it, and a good version of some really good songs in it. when you get to sort of the 1967 period you you're still you know making some great material and some of some of the tracks which are lesser known but you know no worse for it you know tracks like uh, Donovan's Museum which is from the album Blaze which is uh, you know a really fine album yeah 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 it's fun you know and, and that is a Donovan track what Mickey most used to do was like if, if Donovan was doing mellow yellow and he wasn't in Mickey he was nah, I don't I can't get it Mickey would say stuff like, okay, I'll give it to Herman. He'll have a number one with it. Hmm. 
and then Donovan would finish it off and, uh, and, I, and I'd come in and sing backgrounds all over it and stuff. But then um, with Museum, Donovan said, I, I don't really, really think it. He says, okay, I'll get Ehrman to sing it. So I went over. It's Donovan's track. Those are all his people. Mm. With John, I think, I can't remember who, produced, who, who was the musical director. And I, I just sang it and Keith, once again, Keith and Carl showed up because they were into it. Keith Hopwood and Carl Green and they did that. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. And that's it. That's the record was finished. Hmm. But it's Donovan's track. Mm. One of my favorite Herman Service Records Museum. that I've spoken to previously is Patrick Campbell Lyons of Nirvana and there's a song which uh, you did Wings of Love which is one of his which has got a massive you know orchestral production I don't know if you recall that one yeah it was like it was uh, yeah what's Nirvana I'm sorry I don't know what that is it was a a, a sort of psychedelic band on the island label at the time all right okay I don't know if you were yeah 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 I met him I just didn't know what his his band was called okay yeah yeah it was great Ah. you know what happened was we got timpanies and everything i think we were trying to do like a, you know it was it looked like it was going to be the final record from herman sermon so we really threw lots of stuff at it, lots of time and lots of different kinds of ideas and it was 
it's just a hodgepodge really you know that's why it's good because mm. we'd never really made an album you know we didn't make albums we made singles and the ones that failed became part of the next album yeah or an ep or something you know what i mean we were a singles act we never we were, the beatles were an album yeah. act we weren't an album act Little swallow in the sky I'm happy to entice you with a bargain I will give you all my sweets A comic book, a clock that sings If you will let me have your lovely wings Little aeroplane above the clouds I will shoot you down with gun and bow and arrow So come down to my front lawn Right away with all your things And let me take out the hits tailed off a little in the US you you kept having hits in this latter period in the here in Britain as well you know tracks like My Sentimental Friend brilliant track great record Mm. I'm looking forward to singing they're very hard to sing you know the early Herman Summit stuff like uh, we still do I still do everything in the original keys because I think the audience know the difference Yeah, and that's a tough one actually I do Oh You Pretty Things in F instead of F sharp but that's the only one that I've stepped Hmm. down a little bit I I think 
I think uh, those songs, My Sentimental Friend and Sunshine Girl and Sleepy Joe and Years May Come, mm. they're, they're some of the best stuff we did. This sort of latter period of Herman's again, you know, even more more gems. And this this is a really great track uh, that you did with the hot chocolate guys. Uh, Bet your life, I do. I mean, that is just brilliant. I love it. I mean, and and uh, you know, the hot chocolate guys are on the David, but you know, they owe you pretty things. Little Tony Wilson from Hot Ah. Chocolate is the bass player on that. Yeah, and uh, no one remembers, but when we did owe you pretty things on top of the props, you want a hot chocolate aerial bender. And David Bowie wearing a dress. <laughs> so uh, it was a wild period, but that Bet Your Life I Do it's just a brilliant record. And it's got uh, 
Errol is singing, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's on it, you know, we got him sing that part because nobody in Urban Service had a deep voice. We're all talking like that. Oh, you pretty things and there's, there's been a, a, a documentary out on uh, David's early years that cover this period on the BBC in the, in the last uh, few days and Oh You Pretty Things is just one of those landmark tracks and, and you know you have the honour of you know recording it first with David on piano yeah but they probably didn't use that in the BBC it's like I'm the most forgotten person from the British 1960s you know probably because I don't live there I'm sure they don't even show David Bowie in the studio making that record, playing the piano. You know, they, they have the David yeah, yeah. the David Bowie story on the television, but I'm not in it. Uh, how, do, do you know how that... Yeah, he yeah. had this song and he thought it'd be a good idea for Herman's Hermits. Mm. What happened was he he, um, he took the song over to Mickey Most and Mickey Most came over and he said and he said to David, I don't think this is a Herman's Hermits song. Mm. I think this is Peter Noon's solo, first solo record. And we put it out as Peter Noon and it's picked... There was this big poster in Trafalgar Square with me on, on this big poster, all your pretty things, and David Bowie standing in front of it. Yeah, and that was a that was a hit record as well. Oh yeah, big one, and and it's memorable. You know, when I do it in concert, people sing the oh you pretty things. You know, they're into it. Oh you pretty things, don't you know you're dropping your marbles and poppers insane. 
bed Put another love in the fire for me I need some breakfast and coffee I look out my window and what do I see? A crack in the sky and a hand reaching down to me All the nightmares came today The set, depending on whether you're you're playing in the UK as the US, given that you had sort of parallel well, you, careers, or got, we got stuff in 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 England that wasn't a hit in America. So I think this time I'm going to do at the end of the show I'm going to do all the American number ones, which is Mrs. Brown, you got a lovely daughter, so can't you hear my heartbeat, and I'm Henry VIII. But I, I don't in America I don't do I can take or leave you loving or or all you pretty things because they weren't hits. They're not that people don't know them here. Mm. And I don't do my sentimental friends. Yeah. And they're my favourite songs, so I, I get the only place I get to sing them is outside of America. So it's a great opportunity to play those uh, or sing those songs that, that you don't when when you're in in the US. Yeah, you know, I look forward to it because I don't get to sing my sentimental friend. Mm. So I like the song. I mean, you can. I never sing a song I don't like, but I really love those ones. The more recent song that you recorded with the red button. Ooh, Girl, which has got that really, you know, timeless 60s pop sound. Yeah, it's a great record. You know, it's like, it gets played on all kinds of stations in America. I'm really happy with that. That Ooh, Girl is a great one. It's, you know, I, I think it's got millions and millions of streams, which is fantastic. You know, people don't buy records anymore. They stream it. Mm. And uh, it did good for me, you know, because it's now.
She breezes through the door And throws her hat on the sleeping cat And curls up on the floor Ooh, girl Where are you going? What will you see? Ooh, girl What do you feel for? I just did another one. I did. I redid Friday on my mind with a band called The Weaklings. I think that's the. That's what I'm going to do now. I'm going to just do, you know, sit in with a band and sing like Jimmy Page did on all those records. That's what I'm doing now. I went in. I, I did a pretty good job. Friday on my mind. The Weaklings. Good one. Monday morning feels so bad. Everybody seems to nag me Coming Tuesday I feel better Even my old man looks good Wednesday just don't go
tracks that we haven't mentioned that I can close the podcast with that you'll be singing on on the forthcoming uh, Solid Silver 60s tour? You know, in America, we had this, we recorded this song, uh, the B-side of Henry VIII, which is a massive, massive song. On the B-side was this song uh, by a Skeeter Davis song called The End of the World. Ah. And I do that and people enjoy that. It's not a Herman Summit song, but I I enjoy singing it because it's kind of the opposite of all Herman Summit songs, you know? Yeah. It's like that my songs in Herman Summers are woke up this morning and uh, there's a kind of hush all over the world. And that's kind of a sad, poignant song about if you, if you, if you don't come back on it, it's the end of my world. Loads of songs have been like that since. It's the end of my world. Great. Well, uh, here's, here's to more uh, new material. And here's for your very extensive uh, UK tour that starts from uh, mid-March and goes towards the back end of April. So uh, thank you so much, Peter. Hey, it's great talking to you. Have a lovely time in Yorkshire. <laughs> and, and have a lovely time all over Britain. Yeah, I will do. I'll enjoy it all. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Right. Bye. Say as it was. 
understand No, I can't understand Why life goes on the way it does Why do the birds go on singing? Why do the stars shine for listening to the strange brew podcast if you do like the show please consider a small donation to help keep the show archive online it's been almost 10 years since i started the podcast and hosting fees are increasing over time all your support keeps the show running and helps me get amazing guests to support me just go to the strangebrew.co.uk where you'll see a donate button on the homepage. thank you very much Plus, any reviews on your podcast services help to spread the word too. Thank you. <laughs>